So what's poppin' peons? It's your girl Justria, and today, you guys, I'm talking about fucking healing. Okay, so you guys, it's Sunday. It's the first day of the week, you guys. Um, Thursday is usually my day, but ever since I found out that Sunday is the first day of the week, you guys, I've been loving it. I feel like all last week I was doing a lot of shit, and today is like my recovery, recovery day. Um, and today I really want to talk about healing. Um, y'all can call me Sunshine, Drea, whatever the fuck y'all feel comfortable with calling me. Um, today we're going to talk about healing, what it looks like, what it can or cannot look like, how I healed and what I did and what I didn't do, how I maneuvered through all of this shit and stuff like that. So let's go get into it. Um, first and foremost, I want to say that healing is not fucking linear. Like, people often think, like, you get on this journey and it's just going to be straight ups or it's just going to be, like, consistent healing or, like, you're not going to feel pain. And I feel like a lot of times people equate, oh, this hurts to I'm not healing right. I remember when I first started, like, just being, like, who I was and who, like, when I first started my healing journey, I ended up losing a lot of shit. And I was like, maybe I'm on the wrong journey because there's no way in the hell I should be losing all of this shit. So, I had lost friends, relationships. I ended up finding, like, a bunch of truths out and shit like that. Um, I ended up, like, giving up religion. And when people often, like, say, um, oh, you gave up religion, I'd be like, yeah, I gave up religion. Um, I kind of stopped doing certain things um I kind of had to do the hard parts and I found myself in positions where everything that I had grown to love and kind of accept was being challenged like when I first started my healing journey I was 21 and at 21 I was still going back and forth with this man because it wasn't into 2021 when I stopped, like, doing that shit. So, it was, like, literally two years, like, on and off with this man. And I remember, like, being off with him, but being on with somebody else. Because the two people who I had fell in love with, I loved them for two different reasons. And if I be completely honest, I loved them because I was trauma-bonded with them. Um, One was doing magic on me, and the other one... We had trauma bonded because he had hated his mother and I couldn't at the time stand my mother or stand to be around her too tough for a long time. But we both had like this love. So like we both had like this love hate relationship and we ended up trauma bonding. And for three and a half years when I wasn't with what you call it, I was with him. So when I only had like very few boyfriends, it's like because I would go between those two for a very long time. When I first began my healing journey... I think we was, like, in year five (laughs) of me, like, fucking with this nigga who was doing magic on me. And mind you, I didn't know that he was doing magic on me until now because I guess you could say, like, I kind of gotten into spirituality and bruja shit with shit. And it kind of, like, opens up my fields up for a lot of things to be able to see things and I have finally stopped running from the fact that I have spiritual gifts and it's just some things that I can't run from um so to begin with I want to come on here and say when it comes down to 
honestly, when it comes down to healing, like I said, it's not linear. So it's not going to be like just up or completely down. Like you're going to have days where you're good and days where you're not. It's going to like one of those charts where it's like, okay, this week I was good. This month I wasn't. <coughs> but... Okay, so with that being said, I want to come and say this right here. Healing is never going to be just linear. Like people often want healing to be this one and done and then we're done. But in reality, healing doesn't look like that. Sometimes healing looks like, and I quote, you crying all night or you having to face the hard truth or you having to be completely honest with yourself. Sometimes healing looks like stress. Sometimes healing looks like tiredness. Sometimes healing looks like I'm not okay. Sometimes healing looks like I need to have sex at this moment. Sometimes healing isn't having sex. Sometimes healing is going out there. Sometimes healing is going out there and making a friend. So it just depends on what level you are in your journey. But I'm going to talk about my personal experience and what I did. When I first started my healing journey, this wasn't one of the first ones I started. The first one that I actually ever did in my life, I actually had, um, I told myself that I wasn't going to have sex or do some shit like that. And I fucking hated it. It was nothing like being fucking celibate and frustrated. And yeah, I was, yeah, because for a long time I thought sex was just this awful thing and that women shouldn't be having it and it's just a moral, virtual thing. And I realized, like, once I realized that the niggas wasn't doing it, like, I realized that this might not have to be part of my journey to heal. And it may be a part somewhere in there where, like, I just, like, lose my interest for sex because I, you know, whatever. But at this point in time, it wasn't it. So I went back to having sex. Um, so this time when I did it, I said, this time I was going to have sex but with people who actually genuinely cared about me. My options actually got smaller and smaller and smaller. And the people who I thought cared about me, once they showed me they didn't care about me, I was able to peep out game. And because I had kind of told myself that it's some things that I would and would not do, I kind of accepted it. And I I was out there popping pussy. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, so on this healing journey at 21, um, at this healing journey at 21, I was really just sitting here because I had an idea at 20. And at 21, I actually decided to do it. I decided to move away from my family and go to my other family and just like kind of start something up again. I ended up like looking for work. I realized that I don't like mediocrity. Um, that's part of my healing journey. Um, and mediocrity annoys me. Um, I learned how to like have a healthy relationship with money because I guess you could say like growing up like it's either we had a lot or we didn't have it at all and it was like never any in between I learned how to balance out my checkbook and how to kind of like go through that phase of I got it but I don't have to spend it all because I, when I say I spend money like a drug dealer, like, people often, like, laugh and think I be joking and shit. 
but I really spend money like a fucking drug dealer. And people don't believe me when I say it. I be like, oh, I spend money like a drug dealer. People are like, oh, man, you're just saying that you really... I really do, especially on my bitches. And I had to, like, kind of on my healing journey realize that you can't buy shit when you feel sad. Like, I realized that one of my triggers is, like, if I get... Like, if my feelings get hurt, like, the first thing I do is, like... Oh, let me go to the store. Like, let me see what I can go to. Or, like, let me, you know, run away from this situation. And I realized that I couldn't run away from my issues. I think it was, like, six months into my healing journey. And it was, like, even though I said I was going to have sex, like, I think it was, like, that fourth month I stopped having sex. Because I was just, like, at this point in time, I want to see exactly, like, like one of my triggers and I decided to like test myself on discipline like I didn't just jump back into the whole no sex thing and I figured out my triggers and why they triggered me so every time I got like really hot and ready and I wanted to like (laughs) slob on my knob like corn on the cob like I would literally just sit there and I'll be like okay what is so sexual that got me so hot and ready to risk it all for this person who isn't doing what they're supposed to do or even trying to do what they're supposed to do and that's when it dawns on me that um your girl has some issues and I realized that the only reason why I always was cold quick to jump to sex is because that from a little girl like I have been trained to think that men only want sex so I would always offer it so I could always be in control but once I realized like it was a control thing and it was a me like just giving it up beforehand I started saying no and then when that came I had to start fighting off dudes and that came off with a whole different set of healing and like the ability to say no yeah and I remember telling myself like I was like bro this is the last time I'm gonna get raped by a nigga and then it ended up happening like it was my family where a family member had raped me and that shit had some me to depression and there's nothing like getting your feelings hurt and then your family do some shit to you and you can't say nothing because you're getting abused in private and in public and everybody often thinks that you're doing this because you just want to do it or you just don't have it in you and yeah it took a lot out of me um I became an alcoholic and it wasn't until like one day I was like like I said healing the sign linear I was sitting in the mirror and mind you I was teaching I was a teacher I was a drunk teacher right I used to bring shots of alcohol to work with me y'all just to get through the day and I remember just sitting there crying like when 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 like real tears crying and I was just looking at myself and I was like I'm a demon that's what I am I'm a demon I'm a demon and nobody loves me like I was really like hurt my feelings was hurt I didn't know what to do um I y'all when I say I was so like just befuffled and just not okay it was fucking ridiculous like bitch I was in there about to fucking cry so mind you I'm crying I'm saying I'm telling myself I'm a demon like nobody fucking loves me and I said I'm tired of fucking hating myself like I'm tired of just like drinking my problems away I'm tired of what you're calling and mind you on my on my thingy I had like alcohol everywhere like I had like 800 dollars worth of alcohol just all around my room and shit and I went to the bathroom and I poured all that shit out um 
I poured all that shit out and I told myself that I would stop drinking as much. Y'all, I started making conscious efforts and y'all, when I say that shit was hard, like, it was not fun because just imagine having $800 like worth of alcohol and plus I had got it from this black company, this black owned company, it was in Florida, I don't know if they still open, but they got their alcohol for the low low and they used to sell it for the low low so bitch i used to have like 20 bottles in my room so for me it was nothing to like have a shot during the day like i used to say shit like it's five o'clock somewhere you know what i'm saying in the world and i used to and i was like once i kind of got off alcohol and I wasn't codependent on it for my emotional needs. I decided to try smoking weed. Once I started smoking weed, bitch, life just, like, it like it gave me a fuck it that I needed to, like, kind of get my shit together. So once I had the fuck it in my system, I really wasn't concerned or crying about shit anymore because... I was like, okay, I kind of found my thing and my niche and what I like. And, y'all, and what I took from my alcohol is... I don't smoke when I get emotional. And when I do, it's like just to like kind of breathe a little bit. You know what I mean? So I remember it was like a hard balance, like trying to find that. Because once I realized that I like smoking, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of nice. You know what I mean? Um, Then I kind of like shit like started like to like kind of balance out because I had the fuck it. I had the calmer. I had what you call it. I wasn't dependent on substance anymore. Then I had to figure out what I wanted to do financially and how I wanted to move forward and how I wanted to move forward with my friendships and my relationships because life didn't stop. Like I didn't like I still didn't stop having friends. I still didn't have like stop having shit like that. As time progressed and as time moved on, I found out that the people around me were fake as fuck and they liked me to use what I had going on. And for me, I didn't like that because I was like, damn, all I feel like I feel like I have to do for people for people to want to be around me. And then I found people around me like trying to tell, steal my ideas and shit like that. And that shit almost took me down a spiral. And I'm not going to hold y'all. I did start, like, smoking more. But it was just, like, once I caught it, I was like, yeah, that's it. I think it was, like, I think I bought a seven one day. And I ended up, like, blowing through that shit in, like, two weeks. And I was like, this the, like, fastest I got on, like, went through a seven. And I was like, actually, it was a week and a half, almost two weeks. Because it was, like... 10 days and I was like I don't really like the fact that I went through a whole seven because mind you my days were like really really full because as a teacher I was working 12 hours a day and when I when I wasn't working 12 hours a day I still had lesson plans relationships friendships and shit like that and to like maintain so I was teaching paying bills like just life was just happening and I was like trying to maintain friendships um, I I found out that my friends in 20, one of my best friends, the people who I consider the best friend to me, 
had ended up not liking me for real for real and that's when I realized a lot of our dynamic changed like once I started healing and I wasn't codependent on her and she kind of needed me for like emotional shit that's when the dynamics of our relationship had changed and I was like this is really weird to me because like I would think that a bitch would want to see me like when I would think that somebody would want to see me do great I would think that somebody would like the people around me would want to see me do to be the best version of myself this bitch did not want me to win for shit in the world not only did she not want me to win for shit in the world but she would like gaslight me and make me feel like I was being a shitty friend so one day I'm not gonna hold y'all like I said healing is linear (laughs) it's not linear I decided to do some grimy shit. She said I was everything. And everything that she said I was, I went out there and I became it. She said that she couldn't trust me around her man. Bitch, I gave her reasons not to trust me. Like, I would do, like, grimy shit. And I wouldn't, like, purposely tell her. And I know it would, like, make her mad, y'all. Because y'all don't understand. Like, if y'all ain't never seen nobody, like, get mad to, like, the fullest and to the T. Like, y'all have yet to see somebody, like, for her in their true state. But for me, it just wasn't it. And I was like, I don't want to be what a bitch say that I am. Because at the end of the day, it's like, I don't really know. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of times we sit here and we try to make healing look like this linear thing. And I'm, I honestly got tired of seeing it on TikTok. Like, bitch is telling y'all, don't have sex. Write in your journal every day. Work out. Go eat. I feel like you should go at your own pace. A lot of times, like, I know my birth chart and my life path numbers. So, therefore, I know a lot about myself. And with me knowing a lot about myself, I'm the type of person to go get it. But I know other people with different birth charts, their healing journeys look different because they're slow moving. And sometimes that's just exactly what it is. And sometimes, like, they life path number plus their birth chart and who they are and experiences and how they, like, taken some things in really plays a really, 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 really big part into, like, how they heal. So, I can't say, oh, you should be healing like this and you should be healing like that. Like, I know some people who are not active like that. And they're healing for them first stars mentally and emotionally. And sometimes it doesn't start with them putting down a bottle. Sometimes it doesn't start with doing shit. Sometimes their healing journey literally starts with them getting up and leaving an area and never coming back. Sometimes their healing journey looks like them, like, ducking off from the world. Like, sometimes it looks totally different. Like, how I've healed versus how my brothers have healed because... It's some shit that we both had to go through, and I don't help my brother heal, and he's like, oh, I feel like you're healing a lot better than me, and I'm like, bro, I know your birth chart, I know, right, uh, I know your birth chart, I know your life path number, I know exactly how daddy raised us differently, so your healing is not gonna look like my healing, like, whereas you could get up and be like, oh, Oh, I'm not, I don't have to address this shit today. No, I have to address it because of who I am and how I was raised and just the aspects of me. Like, I have to address how I feel. My brother, on the other hand, does not have to address how he feels first. He has to address the situation and how he would like to have had handled it. After my brother does all that, okay, I'd rather have him do like this shit and then he addresses what made him feel and go stuff like that. I can't heal like that. 
okay, my brother feels like in order to heal from in certain areas, like his dating life, he feels like he shouldn't date nobody. He thinks that at this point in time, he just needs some bitches who just want to give up their poom poom. And after they give up the poom poom, call it a day. And that's what my brother needs at this point in time. Me and my healing journey, bitch, I feel like, because <laughs> I'm healing my love life currently, I feel like until a nigga can be exactly what I need from him, I'm not having no expectations and I'm just having fun. I'm dating multiple people. I'm having fun. I'm doing all the shit I want to do. Um, I'm talking my shit. You feel me? I'm actually like just doing certain things. And I'm not holding these niggas, like, to this high heaven standards that they have to be these perfect men. Because, by God, by golly, I don't want no man in my life that feel like, you know, he got to be perfect. He got to be perfect for me and meet my standard. But for other people, like, I don't really, it's just, it's just not giving. It's just not giving what it's supposed to give for me. But I'm not, like, shunning niggas or shaming niggas. Like, I, like, like I ride for my bitches because I feel that part of me where, and with my female friendships, so, bitch, now I got loyalty to my bitches now. Okay, my loyalty rides with them. And if you disrespect them or make them feel uncomfortable, you're going to make me feel uncomfortable because the hoes come with me and I fuck with the hoes. Okay, young, dumb, smart, whatever. And I hold everybody accountable, like... Yeah, so these are some of the things that I'm doing during my healing journey during my dating life. So yeah, I just had got out of a relationship like four months ago with this dude, and it was just extremely stressful. And he emotionally was not available for me. So lately, I've been vetting out these men by like asking them questions, like, "How do you deal with these situations? Like, do you believe in playing house? Like, like how do you communicate?" And I've been, like, you know, like, been pushing a button or two to see, like, where they gonna go with this shit. And, y'all, the way that these men have just gotten to the point where they are, like, oh, you asked too many questions or this, this, and the third, or I've been blocked. I haven't been taking it personal because I realized that some people are not where I need them to be at. Because I realized that I didn't vet out my last partner. Like, literally, I don't know how embarrassing it is to have a fucking partner and find out that this person is a lame, a loser, and they put on this front and sold personalities because they were studying you to try to see exactly what it is. So now I don't tell really niggas too much about me. I let niggas figure it out on their own. But I often question them in certain things. And the shit I do tell them, because the questions that I do ask, I don't mind answering back. Like, how do you communicate? And I'm like, I deal with very much direct communication. Like, all that LOL shit and that shit. Because, like, that shit's not funny to me. A nigga kept on saying, LOL, bitch, it's just not going to work out for me. Because you got one more LOL in you before I want to talk shit about you. Because when I speak, I be dead ass sometimes. And people often think that because I have jokes and I'm funny, that it's not that way. Baby girl, I will smack the piss out of you. I will strong pimp hand. My pimp hand is the strongest motherfucking pimp hand I think that is out there. And this is just me hyping myself up, so don't take it seriously. Like, I don't want to test out the pimp hand, because I don't want to have to use it. But, for a lot of y'all, 
it be giving off that y'all don't be having the shit that y'all say that y'all want in real life. And it be stressing y'all the fuck out. And not only do it be stressing y'all the fuck out, but it be making y'all so mad. And I just genuinely want to say this because I fuck with y'all and I love y'all. But as a people, can we process our healing on our own terms? Because, like, in my day in life, once I realized I didn't vet a nigga out enough, I just changed the way I vet our people. And I realized that I can come off really harsh, but I'm very direct. So I tell people, like, look, I'm a very direct type of person, right? I deal with direct. I don't deal with the ha-has and kikis, especially when I'm talking about something serious. Like, I can joke and shit, but in reality, I really want to get down to the bottom parts of shit of, like, this is what it is and this is what you stand on. Because I'm tired of being with people who don't, who I don't vet out. And then when I ask them questions, they don't know exactly what it is that they want. So, for, like, example, it was a nigga who was like, um, oh, I want a relationship. But his definition of a relationship looked totally different from mine. And for me, I felt like, okay, we was on the right path to relationship. And to him, he was just like, oh, well... I don't see a relationship with you, but this is what I'm okay with. So, I, so now I've been asked the question, like, if you don't see the relationship working out, like, what would you do? And he was like, man, you know, I'll keep it going until that's not my nigga. Or, I, like, I'll talk to a nigga, and, like, if a nigga get inconsistent, like, I just, like, I, like, y'all, I literally keep notes now in my phone. Like, I really wish I could, like, go to a nigga, like, one of the people in my phone and I, like, put, like, was rushing into commitment, was doing this, was doing that, was doing this. Because when it did get involved, sometimes, especially if it's raw, like, you won't think about shit twice. And you'll be like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. When in reality, it's worse. It's worse. It's worse. And because you did not take down these notes, you don't know this shit. So, mind you, I have everybody's, like, notes, like, their birthday, shit they said, shit that didn't sit right with me, shit that did sit right with me, like, perks and shit like that. So, mind you, I really love the Killjoy series. So, that's a perk for me. But the nigga who was into Killjoy like me was a nigga who did not believe in commitment and believed in playing house and that whole baby mama shit. And he already had kids and wanted more, but he did not see the purpose of marriage or one partner. He just felt like he could have multiple partners. And that's cool if that's your thing and that's your stilo. But I'm not... Going through a life threatening experience with a nigga who just feel like, oh, these bitches can have all my babies. And it is what it is. Because no ma'am, no ham, no turkey, miss Miss Mamas, no. You know what I mean? Like, I asked a nigga, like, what he like to do for fun. And a nigga couldn't even fucking tell me. Like, mind you. Like, mind you. I was like, oh, I like to bake. And I said, I, and I said, I mean that figuratively and literally. And he was like, oh, so you like to bake, like, 420 bake and, like, actually, like, bake. And I said, yeah, sometimes I like to mix both together. And that's, like, my little thingy. And he was like, oh, okay, that's really cool. That's really nice of you. Like, I ain't think, like, you know, like, you know. And, like, when niggas say, like, off the wall, off the cuff shit, I be like, no, thank you. No, ma'am. No, like, like, you scaring the hoes away. Like, because you scaring me away. Like, when I told a nigga that I like to bake, he was like, oh, he just like to bake. He was in it. And then it's some dudes who get past that whole process because they lie or they try to, like, bet out or some shit. 
and then they we get in public or we get in what you call it and then they like one dude stood me up like one dude dropped me off like one dude was like we gonna have a date in a couple of hours but some told me like let's go see something real quick so i told him to go drop me off to like some place that was earlier because he was like i want to do for you and shit this man literally left me at the fucking place and blocked me not only did he leave me at the place and block me but he was one of those oh i'm a good dude i know exactly what i want i don't have time to play games so this man literally left me stranded and like left me stranded in the place that he wanted for our date was like four hours from my, my house and he was just so insistent on me not driving and not sharing my location and doing things like that and it made me think to myself like i could hold this grudge or i could just block a nigga and move the fuck on and because i've gotten so far on my healing journey I have decided not to take it personal or be like, okay, well, this isn't what I expected, so you got to go. No, I didn't do that. Instead, I decided to be like, it was this, this happened, that happened, and now I know that when I go out now. So now I have the list of precautions that I have now. I need itineraries, exact locations. I share my location. I do a lot of shit. And if a nigga so find himself getting upset, I don't sit back and be like, oh my gosh, like I have to go sit here and do this and this is part of my healing journey because i'm not gonna hold you when that nigga literally left me at that walmart by myself after he stood me up a part of me wanted to say you niggas are weird and this is why i don't date but then i realized like I'm kind of glad I vetted this nigga out because, like, what would have happened if I would have gave him some punani? What would have happened if I didn't vet him out? What would have happened if I would have let, like, all these people, because, like, out of 30, out of 30 people who I vetted, only accepted, like, probably four or five of them. Out of the four or five of them, um, a couple of them, like, just showed their true colors, and I was like, I would have probably would have been with somebody who was narcissistic and abusive. Or I would have been telling myself that I don't deserve greatness. And when in reality, I deserve more than greatness because my healing journey has not been linear. Like, I've had the highs and the lows. And in my last relationship, I really took a really big low because I felt like I didn't vet him out. And I was super duper hard on myself. And I said, you know what? I could sit here and I could cry about it all fucking day and be a sad fucking puppy or I could get my shit together and move the fuck around like bitches always want to say that we have to be either one or two things and I said I choose to be neither like I feel like I'm like I'm not going to accept this and I'm not going to become bitter about it I'm going to be that balance that says that from now on if a nigga wants me to do some shit that we're going to be on some other shit and that's just going to be that and um it's just nice like i'm glad for all the healing work that i've done i really wish i could go into details but it kind of goes into what i kind of believe in and since i do practice spirituality and i do like actually do spell work and shit like that i really don't want y'all in my business like that on this one and i feel like this is the podcast for that because that podcast is for people who are really into it and um i might do it i'm not gonna tell y'all exactly like specific details but if i do decide to do that podcast because it's very important to me 
Um, I will give y'all like how I learned how to heal, how I learned how to love, how I learned how to do certain things. Um, I can, I, I mean, I will tell y'all how magic works, but I don't really want y'all doing shit that y'all got nothing to like no business doing because it took a lot for me to get there. And a lot of my healing journey came with me like ditching the religion that I didn't feel was suiting for me because people often like to say that um just because you was born this way you have to do something I don't I'm not that person I don't really believe in shit like that you know what I'm saying like I don't really believe that you have to be one thing all the time or you have to fit into this whole flow of things and instead of sitting here arguing with y'all and going back and forth with y'all I'ma just say I let go of religion that did not serve me anymore or a religion that I constantly did and I did the things that I've wanted to do since I was a young girl and spirituality like things with zodiacs and shit always been calling me I can call it demonic if you want to but that really kind of helped me get into a lot of things and I know a lot of y'all are giving up y'all religion and switching over and shit like that and it's scary but that might be a podcast for another day because for a long time, y'all, I really thought I was going ahead <laughs> until I realized, like, spirituality is saving me in ways that I can't explain. And if this is the Jesus experience that I was supposed to have, I'll take spirituality and y'all can call me a bruja, which all y'all want to. But a lot of my healing came from intentionally doing shit, like, and, like, not completely cutting off some shit, but, like, just enough to see, like, what makes me want to trigger into that, because I just don't like that, and I don't like that for people. (laughs) So, with that being said, um, I hope y'all fucking with it, 6 plus 7, 13, okay, that's 4. Yeah, that's how we get along. But yes, um, I should see love enough. I can make a wish. Let me 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 make a wish. don't forget that it's not always linear sometimes you don't have to make really drastic changes like in my friend group I had to learn how to be more of a listener okay and I hate being a listener y'all and I know y'all like what are you talking about so I like being in control a lot like when I say control power and authority are things that make me happy y'all so when my friends do dumb shit like I used to find myself getting frustrated and I can't get mad at the bitches for doing dumb shit because I did dumb shit too 
But it used to make me so mad when I used to have to sit there and pretend that I didn't see the dumb shit. Like, bitches used to come out the woodworks and out the ass and say the most disrespectful shit ever. And then they would look at you and you would be like, okay, cool, that is so nice. But, y'all, I, y'all, I realized I was a shitty friend. Okay, so real quick, I realized I was a shitty friend after I lost my best friend. And I realized that I had been around people who was so nasty to me. After that had happened, y'all, I promised myself it would never happen again, y'all. I was like, I'm too playing for this shit. It's never gonna happen to me, never again. Whoop, 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 y'all. Coming to turn around, y'all, the same thing that my old friends was doing, I took that same energy because I realized I did not heal. And I realized that I had to be patient with people. And y'all... I be on go mode all the time, so I can't really do a slow-moving shit. And I had to learn how to be patient with people moving, slow-moving, and shit like that. And it took a lot out of me for me not to be so mad with my friends when they were slow-moving. And, y'all, I used to get so fucking mad. Like, I, y'all, I remember... So, y'all, I remember... When it was me, my homegirl, and another girl, and I peeped out the bullshit on day one, and I did, I just didn't like her, and she was like, okay, well, did you see her, and da-da-da-da, yeah, the nigga in me was like, bitch, I don't like you, I really don't like you, like, I really wish you would just, like, eh, because she was just so annoying to me. And I know y'all like, what do you mean? Like, I caught this bitch in three lies, bro. And everybody around me was just so delusional to her shit. Like, they couldn't see it. Y'all, my patience for niggas was on zero. The way that I had to tell myself that it's not that bad. And it's, it's okay that sometimes our friends have to go through different friend groups. And, y'all, for a long time, I really struggled with telling her, like, I don't like being around her. And I feel like it's just messy. Girl, she was like, I don't think it's messy. And, y'all, my patience went down to zero. And my the nigga in me almost came out, but it didn't. It didn't. And I just want to say... I'm extremely proud of myself and I don't care what nobody else say because I have done a lot of healing in my thingy. So I let my friends be stupid now. And not only do I let them be stupid, but instead of getting mad at them, I support them in whatever decision they fuck with. And I keep my two cents to myself, even if I don't like that decision. Because the control freak and the perfectionist in me is like, girl, you deserve so much better. And I know I say this now, but it's because I don't been in so... Like, I've healed, like, the romantic part of my life. So, the mommy and daddy issues that I thought I had kind of went out the window. And that way, I found out what I really like. I found out my sexuality. I found out, like, a lot of shit. So, when it comes down to love, I ain't gonna say I'm the perfect person because I still go through shit. But the little shit bothers the fuck out of me. And when my bitches be going through it, I be like, stand up. Like, I want to, like, stand up. Stand up. <laughs> so I want to say something. But I don't do it no more. So I'm really proud of myself because that's what you call grow, shorty. S-H-O-R-T-Y. That is what you call grow, shorty. Anyways, we did DNC. Um, your girl is done. Not only is your girl is done with this podcast, but I hope y'all fucking with it. 
Um, if y'all see my shit, y'all, your girl keeps on getting fucked up on social media. So when I get my social media together, we gonna be in this bitch in here like in here like swimwear, in here like booty hair. Um, but yes, that is like some of the shit on my healing journey. I could talk for hours about my healing journey, but a lot of it had came when I found out what I truly believed in. Um, when I started to like do things that I genuinely fucked with, um, when I cleared out my circle, when I stopped taking everything so personal, like now I don't, like now I don't even take it personal. Like if a motherfucker don't want to fuck with me no more, I'd be like, it is what it is. And a bitch don't care no more. Like y'all, I've cut my family off and family is one of the most important things to me in my whole entire life. So for me to cut off my family and to stand on it, especially the most important people like my grandmother and my uncles and shit like that, it took a lot out of me. And that healing journey in itself was a lot because, like I said, I don't really like to expose my family too tough on here, but bitch, it was a lot. And when you fall in love with like the people around you and you care for them, it's kind of hard to, like, let them go. But, y'all, I no longer let my toxic ass family dictate to me how I move, what I think, and how I kind of do shit. Like, I had, like, girl, I really wish I could, like, give y'all the tea. But healing is nice. Remember, it's not always linear, and it's okay if you don't have the answers today what's tomorrow like you can always get the answers and it's always gonna be lit because who doesn't love a good time anyways anyways um i encourage everybody to start their healing journey whether it's in family romantic friendship wise whether you got to start healing yourself from your childhood traumas whatever whether you didn't have traumas whether it's new traumas like I advise everybody go on their own healing journey and they do what they feel comfortable. Whether it's big steps or little steps, whether they need to ask for help, whether they don't. Um, therapy helps. Oh, <laughs> can't forget that. Shout out to therapy. Um, it's expensive. Oh, <laughs> it's expensive if you get like a customizable experience. But I customized my therapy experience because. I always want like a black doctor and I always do I want like a black doctor I want like a grade A doctor and they cost and that's important to me so I used to spend like 150 like when I say I spend money like a drug dealer I spend I love to spend money like a drug dealer so my biggest flex is that I used to spend 150 on therapy for a customized therapist that was exactly what the fuck I needed they were not a yes person they were not a yes you go like they told me when I was wrong they told me when I was stressed in um they kind of helped me out until they didn't help me out anymore but that's a whole nother story and like I said I went on a healing journey through that and even after I did like the healing journey on it it was tough your girl was in there pressed like a panini bitch I used to be in there mad crying I used to be like I can't believe this shit and y'all I'm not gonna hold y'all it kind of took me off therapy for a while but I do encourage therapy for people now um I did I really 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 did the healing and I am currently about to start looking for a new therapist with my money get baked up because I want a personalized therapist again 
And bitch, I gotta get back in budget where I can, you know, spend like at least a thousand dollars on a therapist per month. And I know y'all say that, oh well, that's a, that sounds like a lot of money. But when you have a custom therapist and that bitch or that person that you choose is custom made for you and they're not gonna try to baker at you or put you in a mental institution or try to drug you up or dope you up or try to be like egotistical and maniacal and plus I gotta date around with my therapist like I have to like I have the therapist hop you know what I mean and so I figure it out because every time I've had a occasion of the cough therapist it's given it's given we don't understand black culture and we're just gonna baker at you but every time I've had a black one it has not always been a great one because some of them carry the same ideology and sometimes you just like really need to go sit there and you really need to make sure that your therapist is okay. Like, I literally interview therapists. So, I, like, go to one session, one session, one session, one session. And some therapists have give you one free session with them. I really wish I could go tell y'all exactly how to do it. But, let's do it. Do it. But, um, the game is told, not told. And, um, it's some people who give you, like, uh, okay, you try me out one time if you don't like me. And it's others who give you a discount on y'all first time, which is almost practically like them being free, but you get a discount version and you get to see exactly how they act. I feel like if you do that, I feel like if you can figure out how to get the little discount, like the first people, and if they don't treat you with respect because you're not paying like top dollar, I would suggest you find like a whole nother therapist or somebody like... And when you're in times of a crisis or, like, something bothers you that you feel like, oh, this is why I go to therapy, like, the therapist that sticks out to you, I think you should go with that therapist. But with that being said, your girl is done. I am happy this podcast came out really good. Um, I know so because I said so. And I really hope y'all run this one up. Y'all need to run this one up. Y'all need to go share with people because a lot of y'all are getting that y'all need to heal by not having sex, not doing this, not doing that. You know, people telling you all these things, baby, take it at your pace. Take it at your time. Take it at your speed. Figure it out for yourself. Um, but with that being said, your girl is out. And um, once I figure out my social media situation, I will plug y'all with my social media. Um, honestly, it's really the TikTok thing. But everything else, I feel like you can follow me on there. Like, Drea's Diaries for my YouTube channel. Because clearly, I've named my podcast Drea. So, of course, the podcast and YouTube channel is the same name. Um, my TikTok, my Instagram, Moel. My TikTok, my Instagram, and my Twitter, my O one is the one that's like on his fucking leg, looks like, cause I can't fucking comment for shit again. Um, is J U S T D R I A underscore underscore, and if you want to follow my backup page, it's um backup Justria backup and no underscores. And um, if you want to follow me on Snapchat, that is Ria ninety six. Gistria 96, I think. Yeah, Gistria 96. And with that being said, your girl is actually hungry, so I have to go eat now. Uh, um, and, um, yeah. I gotta go by my day, but your girl is really doing some other shit, and do not forget to heal horse.